Well, hello there. Welcome back to This Baby's Not Retrograde. Aman and I joined the world on this transformational journey. So we took a little break, but we are back to compare our notes on 2020. And we also chatted a little bit about Saturn returns. So definitely stay tuned for that if you're nearing your 29th birthday. And we also touched on how to stay happy and really enjoy your life while you're waiting for things, while you're not sure what is it that's next to come. So join us on this conversation, share your thoughts, and let's just get into it. Hi. God, it's so good to hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long. I know. And it feels like it was just yesterday that we were talking to each yeah. other as well. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Um, Happy belated Scorpio birthday. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's hard to believe it was just last weekend. When it was Friday, it felt like it wasn't that long ago. Now that it's Sunday, it feels like it was a while Perfect. ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, it's yeah, thank perfect you. timing too with um the new moon in Scorpio yesterday or like last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing. Yeah. It feels good this um, age. I'm 27 now. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the club. <laughs> I think it's actually not the... There's like a club, but it's not a good one. <laughs> so I'll go to the other club. <laughs> Meaning I, I'm 27. You're, you're 27, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It feels like I'm a lady now. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like I'm like older, but in a good way. Like I'm older, but still really young. Yeah. 26 in a weird way felt like, oh, I'm past 25. I'm past like the mid 20s. And I don't know, 27, I just like that number. It feels fancy. So <laughs> fancy. I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. Yeah, I feel mm -hmm. like your early 20s are very rough. And I kind of feel like 25 and before that, or even 26 in a way, is kind of like still your early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, and then late 20s. I mean, there is going to be a Saturn return. That one's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when does that happen? At so what that, age? It usually starts around like 28 and a half. You kind of start noticing, but your 29th year is like a full year of that. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that supposed to be like scary or I've, um, no, I mean, much. it's not scary, but it's definitely transformational. Saturn symbolizes, you know, like the lessons you learn and it's like that kind of tough teacher in a way, but it's also mm -hmm. very like grown up planet. So that's when you officially kind of grow up and well, if you're <laughs> mindful about things. And yeah, it's just sometimes it puts limitations, sometimes it sets structure. Um, but yeah, it's really up to you of what you make it, but it's a good opportunity to get rid of what doesn't serve you because Saturn usually allows you to do that and to really just focus on what you want your life to be and what you want to have around mm -hmm. you. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a year of lessons, but at the end of it, you get rewarded for sure. I can see that. I feel like it makes sense as well because it's like right before you're turning 30, you're mm -hmm. kind of like almost forced to reevaluate everything and make sure you are moving in the direction that you want and that you're living a life that you actually enjoy. Um, you know? Yeah. So it kind of makes yeah, sense. 
it's like a different attitude about life and I think that's what well I don't know for myself because I'm not Mm -hmm. in my 30s yet but I feel like people in their 30s kind of stop caring about the outside as much and it's kind of Mm -hmm. um Saturn really helps with that too just yeah kind of going inward but also not like fully inward but just surround yourself with nice things Mm -hmm. um but yeah we have a little bit of time (laughs) before that luckily because this year has been like its own Saturn return for everyone this year has been crazy but Um, also another good astrological news we're nearing in December the aspects that have brought everything to the surface like Jupiter and Pluto they kept like meeting up and going together and then in December they're finally going to start separating for good so I'm very excited (laughs) or hopeful um, Uh but also I know it's gonna be like a road to get there but yeah yeah so that's interesting I didn't know that so like Jupiter Mm -hmm. and Pluto um I guess coming together was causing some issues and now they're separating yeah yeah because like Pluto is very transformational and very Mm. intense and Jupiter normally is like a (laughs) happy-go-lucky type of symbol and Mm -hmm. like it brings expansion and so when you put those together like it expanded um kind of the wrong areas or the areas Mm. that weren't really as fun but yeah now that they're going their own separate ways we'll get a breather yeah I I feel like this year like in a way it felt kind of like less pressure to Mm -hmm. be in a particular area in your life or like to be in a certain place because everyone kind of has to pause. So Mm -hmm. I think it was kind of needed because I felt like there was maybe I it was me that really felt like there was so much energy around hustle, like that was happening in like 2019, 2018, like so many online businesses coming up and just everyone getting into manifesting law of attraction, but not only that, but like mindset, hustle, like Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Robbins like you know like (laughs) I felt like it was that type of energy and maybe it was becoming almost like it was heading towards maybe the toxic direction where everyone was kind of like if you're not hustling what are you doing and then this Mm -hmm. 2020 happened and we were kind of forced to slow down and I don't know I feel like it was helpful in a way yeah we totally deserve that yeah (laughs) it was totally needed Mm -hmm. For me, what's interesting, I think it was like my biggest realization of 2020 is that concept of duality and that there is always another side to everything. And so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 2019 was the best year for many industries, for many people, and people kind of got almost blinded by all these new opportunities and hustle and go, 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 that they Mm -hmm. kind of forgot or didn't pay attention to the other side of like what could be the opposite of it Mm. um and then it kind of hit us all at the same time and yeah so for me it's been really cool to see like oh there there are always two sides to the story or two sides to the coin so you always have to kind of integrate both Mm -hmm. and make sure you're in the middle and kind of keeping that balance in order for your life to not like go one direction or another that's like very extreme Mm -hmm. that's really important I agree like finding your balance and not getting too obsessed with like one side yeah and really like going inward and 
spending that time with yourself and asking yourself, like, am I doing this because everyone else is doing this? Or mm. am I doing it because I want to and I would like to? Yeah, I feel like that definitely happened for me. Like a lot of shifts happened in 2020 that like a lot of things happened in 2020 that I didn't expect yeah. or I would have never would have thought would happen. Like right now, I just feel like very open with like where life is headed. I don't feel a pressure to be at a certain place, I guess, mm -hmm. or to have like just one career. I was super obsessed with that before. And now I'm just very open and okay with it going anywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you uh, manage having that mindset without getting anxious about it at the same time because I know like sometimes for me I do get excited about the possibilities and like I try to build up that like anticipation because it's kind of like when you're open you're also anticipating what could come next and it can be exciting but at the same time it could also cause anxiety in a way or you're just like well I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something but what do yeah. I do or like how do I know how do I have plan my life around it how do you deal with that I think recently the way like my mindset has been with everything is that yes like with a career and money all of that is important but none of that really matters if you're not enjoying your day-to-day -day life it's the mm -hmm. little things that I truly enjoy so it's like focusing I guess on those things is like enjoying the time that I do have off with doing the things that I love and focusing more on that has been really helpful because no matter what my career is I feel like my purpose like personally is to enjoy life and have fun. So as long as I'm having fun, it's okay. So I guess, I don't know if that really helps, but that's, yeah. I've been kind of more focusing on like the little moments add up to your entire life, like the little things. So I'm focusing mm -hmm. on those, even though like the bigger goals and the bigger picture is like great too. And I have big dreams and things that I definitely want to bring to life and create in this world. But it's like, I try to like recently just have a fun energy about it. Like if I'm not having fun, then I don't want to do it. Like if it's not fun for me, then I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if that really <laughs> answered the question, but I no, think that does Yeah, just like focusing on like the little things, like the little things that I enjoy in life, even when I have this amazing career and I'm where I think I should be, or I want to be, you know, let's say I want to be running a really successful business and I'm rich and whatever. And let's say right now I'm working a nine to five and I'm not doing what I think I should be doing. But in my like time off in my day to day, I still would do those same things now that I would do at that place in my life when I am that successful person is like, I would mm -hmm. still go out for like coffee or like still do the little things that I enjoy that bring me happiness, you know? I don't know. That's that actually, that's so interesting how you said that you're still doing the same things that you would do when you like reach your dream or your goal. Yeah, like my little hobbies. And I, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that is kind of the key to like manifesting something good in your life is just always being in that mindset. Mm -hmm. Or or not even like mindset. I think it's about like the emotional state in a way mm -hmm. where, yeah, you just like have that energy of positivity, even though sometimes I have like problems with that too, because mm -hmm. there is like a very fine line of when you're just kind of 
saying affirmations over and over again without really feeling Mm -hmm. that like without really believing in that and actually doing it but yeah that's so cool that's a really good tip of like focusing on the little things that bring you joy because they're still going to be bringing you joy Mm -hmm. (laughs) um down the line yeah Uh, yeah that's really cool yeah and it's easy to forget that you can still do those things now I feel like sometimes we may put off our joy of like, oh, I'll do that when I'm at that place in my life. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, how can you still do that now? Like the lifestyle that I lived when I lived in London or I was running my business, like I can still live that lifestyle now. Just it looks a little bit different, but still the majority of what I personally like that brings me so much joy is uh, making sure that I have time to get really dressed up, get cute, and then like go out and have like a pretty latte and take a stroll. And those moments bring me so much joy. And I would do a lot of that when Mm -hmm. I was living in London like that's where I want to be you know that's my goal but I can still do that here I can still Mm -hmm. like live that life that I think I'm going to be living like the little things when I'm like at that place I can still do it right now so I'm still living like a life that I love whether I'm at the place I'm like I guess career wise where I like you know I may not be where I want to be yet but that doesn't mean I can't absolutely love my life yeah this metaphor came into my head as you were saying that um so like growing up in 90s Russia we didn't have access to a lot of things it was just kind of like the options were so limited and everyone kind of had the same things and I remember every family had this cabinet with like pretty dishes that they only used during the holidays and then the rest of the time it just like store away like your fancy china set and things like that Mm -hmm. and I was always so confused like I would always want to use this pretty plate Mm -hmm. but then it was only used during the holidays so it's kind of like that same idea of like but it's so accessible like it's right there but you're denying yourself of that little tiny joy yes that's like such a perfect analogy example I feel like I did that growing up too mm-hmm. with a lot of things like oh I'm saving that for later I'm saving that for later like I remember like the randomest things like for example like buying candles like I would buy a bunch from Bath and Body Works and then I would say oh, I'm only gonna burn this candle like you know when it's a special occasion but like why mm-hmm. like why can't I enjoy mm-hmm. it now and like I actually have the pretty dishes too and I use them literally anytime I'm in the mood like I bake a cake I'm like I can use that pretty dish it's gonna make me feel so much better than if I use like a normal plain dish or whatever yeah and the interesting part is when you're not using that when you're denying yourself of that joy it's just creating clutter like you literally just have things that are not useful and it's in a way like it's just creating clutter in your brain and your mindset oh my god yes I yeah, I completely agree with that. That like reminds me of something that I started doing recently. It's kind of funny because it's just handbags, but I got rid of all my handbags. Like I donated them, the ones that I don't love, but I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is my, um, this is my day-to-day handbag and I don't really like care for it. It's simple. It doesn't bring me any joy, but it's just um, practical and I use it like mm-hmm. day-to-day. And I got rid of all of those. Now I have only two. And I absolutely, like, those handbags bring me so much joy. Um, I literally will wear <laughs> it, like, 
anywhere. If I'm going out and leaving the house, I will wear like my handbag. And I remember one of them is really colorful Mm -hmm. to me. It's kind of fancy, but my dad was like, oh, I thought that was your handbag that you were going to wear to like events and stuff. I'm like, no, like I don't have anywhere else to go right now. I don't know when I'll be going to an event or a party or anything. I'm just going to wear this every day like when I go anywhere and it's crazy how much joy it brings me and then maybe one day I'll get bored of that handbag but like it already brought me so much joy and then I would move on to the next so I don't know if that like really made sense because it just came out of my head all like I mean Marie Kondo was onto something yeah so like she's so popular mm -hmm. so yeah completely Marie Kondo like it that helps so much just being like minimalistic but still having mm-hmm. really nice things like she was on to something like that is completely life-changing like when you look around in your space and you absolutely love everything and you don't have things that are just like there like it also makes your day-to-day choices a lot easier like when you're choosing a That's handbag true. like personally that helps me a lot and like you said with the clutter like It just is, Mm -hmm. I just can't do it. Maybe some people can have a lot of choices and maybe one day I'll be there. But right now I really like with my lifestyle having less, but having things that I'm obsessed with. Um, Maybe it's my obsessive personality, but yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know it sounds a bit materialistic (laughs) or like too like down to earth maybe, but in a way it's also, it doesn't like divide your life onto like good and bad. Um, It's same with like work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Like for some reason work in our minds is like bad Mm -hmm. and then time off is good. And when you have certain hours, like, oh, you're nine to five. Are kind of bad because mm-hmm. you're spending it doing something that you might not enjoy as much as like going for a walk or going to like see your friends and things like mm-hmm. that but when you find ways to blend that in and to create that balance so it's not again like two opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. it just makes life more enjoyable yeah and yeah man this idea of duality is just everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's following me yeah I bet you're seeing like everything through that right now because you've been learning about that or seeing things from that perspective yeah it really helps personally because I did start doing the shadow work and really figuring out like shadow qualities and how once you figure out what is it that you suppress within yourself and you integrate that into your consciousness and like pulling it out of subconsciousness those qualities give you so much resource Mm -hmm. and then I started noticing it like everywhere else and it doesn't have to be like so deep it could just be really on the surface Mm -hmm. and it does give you a resource like it does give you energy and positive vibes and (laughs) things like that so yeah that that's been my obsessive um, behavior lately yeah that's a really perspective I guess I haven't my headspace isn't like super there yet like I'm not seeing like I'm seeing it when you say it but I haven't really started Mm -hmm. looking at everything in that way yet but I'll definitely now that it's in my head I'm sure I'll be it'll be popping up sorry because it's also kind of exhausting (laughs) no I personally enjoy that like different perspectives like I love seeing it I think it's always eye-opening and like oh my god that's so cool but yeah I I really think there's no reason to, like you said, 
put things in like a bad category really or like oh this is my like mediocre perfume or this is my mediocre bag but like why why have anything mediocre at all yeah. um, why can't you just have the things that you love that you you know we, life is too short for mediocre things and like mediocre coffee you should always have <laughs> what you love I can definitely agree that life is too short for mediocre yeah. coffee <laughs> That is a no-no. But it's also kind of interesting. At the same time, you don't have to completely like surround yourself with things that you love all of Mm -hmm. a sudden. But also like the way that you can do it is, for example, like in your situation, you have taken a break from like running your own business, which has been, I'm sure, like your dream for a while before Mm -hmm. that. And then you just kind of decided to transition into a nine to five. But also you didn't like completely um, rob yourself of like one experience and then like didn't get anything in return. Like in a way you chose stability at this time or you chose like kind of. Like at the end of your day, you can check out and then enjoy your time off and things like that. So like even in situations that at some point like might not sound ideal to you or to other people because like this situation might sound totally ideal to you in this moment and point of Mm -hmm. your life. But I think like also focusing on what is it that you're choosing versus like just kind of like taking it as it is. So. Um, no, that's a good yeah, point because like, this is what I needed at this point in my life. Like this is the best situation for me to be in. Like mm-hmm. this was choosing my mental health, you know, like choosing what I mm-hmm. thought was good for me at this time. And even back then when I chose the business and left the nine to five, that was still me choosing my mental health and, you know, choosing what was best for me. It just may look different at different times of your life. And that's okay. And I think that's kind of been my biggest lesson is that especially for me personally, like I am not the type of person to probably have just one career and maybe later it will come and I will have like that one main thing for the rest of my life. But right now there isn't anything, you know, that I'm seeing that will like be forever. Maybe in that moment it felt like it would be, but from what I've learned is that things will always change and I will change and I'll want different things and that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm not like committed or successful because society taught us Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to pick a career and pick a job and just go with that for the rest of our lives. Like to me, that's boring. So. (laughs) Well, an interesting thing too is I read this post by an organizational psychologist and it's kind of been a trend with just time speeding up so fast and like the way our society works is like so much everything is just so much faster and an informational overload that people are beginning to have at least like three careers throughout their Mm -hmm. lifetime so in like another 20 years that number might be even more Mm -hmm. so yeah like I think our world is transforming so much right now that it's kind of silly to almost keep the same ideas about how it should be and how many like careers we're supposed to have and like another thing is with like even the meaning of life like sometimes we give ourselves so much anxiety because like we have to find that one meaning and one purpose Mm -hmm. that is supposed to guide us but in reality like when we're born 
we're babies, our only meaning and our only purpose is to like survive and like ask for food when we need it. And then like the next step is learn how to walk, um, go to school and like learn math. <laughs> that is our purpose mm -hmm. at that time. So like throughout life, it changes so much all the time that it's never mm -hmm. constant. So yeah, like again, it's with, with everything. Why pick something and stick to it forever when flexibility is actually a lot more important yeah, I definitely agree with that and like right now if to me it feels like the purpose of life is to enjoy it as much as you can and that's just I guess how I feel and I don't feel like you know your career doesn't have to be your purpose but if you live life following your purpose it just happens that just like can happen like you can be having fun doing something and it turns into a career but you don't have to always look at it from that perspective if that makes sense yeah like not forcing it yeah because you know exactly and like if your purpose is having fun then maybe your career is just there to kind of sustain right. that and pay for right. your trips or like yeah like take care of other things so you never have to like worry about that if you're like working mm -hmm. on your own and yeah I like seeing everything at yeah. that angle I think we definitely need more reminders about that because it's so easy to just kind of go mm -hmm. with the flow and and I say yeah. that as a person who definitely put a lot of pressure on her career and definitely thought my career defined me so like I say all these things now because I've gone through that and I've had to unlearn those mm -hmm. things. That's why I'm able to say these things now. Because at one point, I thought my career was my identity. And I was very hard on myself. And I judged myself. And I basically thought that like my job is who I am and thought it was my value and my worth. Like, you know, especially after like graduating and, you know, looking for a career, thought it defined me. And now, especially with 2020, it's like none of that defines who you are mm -hmm. and it's up to you to decide. And we are so much more than our careers and our jobs. So like why put that pressure? So now I'm like, that's why I feel like I'm able to say these things now is because I've had to unlearn yeah. that. And like, obviously, you know, you want to be successful. You want to live a life that you love. And that can happen, but you don't have to put like this pressure of it defining who you are and your worth. And it makes it easier as well. Yeah, I think like the key is really figuring out what is that life that you mm -hmm. love. And then, yeah, sometimes like your job is not a way to get there or like your career is not mm -hmm. a way to get there. Yeah. Oh, 2020. <laughs> so many yeah. lessons, but really cool. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much again, as always, for listening and coming into this space. We love having these conversations and we really appreciate you being a part of them. So let us know what you think. Tell us what's going through your mind. And please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on whatever platform you're using and spread the word. And let's just have more of these conversations because these topics are never ending. And because they're never ending, you'll be sure to hear from us next week. 